Welcome back to Locker Room Daz, hosted by myself, Pat O'Donnell, Green Bay Packers punter, and Josh Brinzo, brewery owner. Today's guest is nicknamed The White Flash. He was a wide receiver and a return specialist who was drafted to the Tennessee Titans in the 2010 NFL Draft. He is a pro bowler, but most importantly, a locker room dad. Mark Mariani, welcome to the show. Oh, I love it, man. I need to have you following me around and give me that intro everywhere I go, man. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I'm stoked to be here in beautiful Palm Beach, man. And uh, I love your guys' setup. So I, I got to reconnect with my boy here after a couple That's years. That's right. Dude, it is an Life honor is to have you down here. It Dude, really is. This is, this is. I'm like a kid in a candy store. And it's been <laughs> way too long. Time just flies way too fast. So thank you for letting me uh, crash your evening here. I know. I had to actually pull him from the beach. He had a, a beach chair on his back, yeah, and I had to say, to. get in the car. Come on. We had to do a podcast. He's like, going here. to a pond? I'm like, well, I am watching the waves come in and enjoying a beer, but uh, okay, sure. As oh, long as man. it's a hang time. Oh, yes. Uh, but, you know, I listen, anything for my boy over here, so... I'm stoked. I yeah, should have grabbed a generator and brought it to the beach. <laughs> now that, would have, now that is where you needed to be doing the pods. Yeah, sure. the wind actually would probably be like, <laughs> just blowing there. But dude, what, what's going on, man? Last I heard, you're doing real estate. You were uh, doing a little radio show, yeah. Tennessee Titans, game day stuff. Yeah, so after I, after I hung up the old cleats, I moved back to Nashville, got into real estate, um, got into the real estate agent side of things, started selling and stuff, and I'm loving that, still doing that, working mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. clients and that, but I'm also kind of pivoting into the development and building world. Nice. So got a couple projects, one uh, one out of the ground and one about to break ground. So I really love the development piece um, of real estate. I love the investment stuff. I, I think my brain is more geared toward that. Uh, but living in a, in the Nashville market, I picked up my agent hat as well. So, you know, it's, 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 <laughs> it's hard when things are flying off the shelves to not get yeah. involved with it. But um, I do love it. I found something that I am passionate about, which took me a while. It's hard to make that transition into, uh, you know, I, I used to have a pretty fun, um, you know, crazy um, career trying to, you know, run around with my chicken with my head cut off, you know, <laughs> trying to avoid linebackers. Um, and so that was a huge, you know, I love that so much to find something after my career to settle down into, uh, was really difficult. And I think I'm, I think I'm getting there. So, so the real estate game has been treating me great and Nashville's on fire. So life is good. That's awesome. Yeah. You were really into real estate though while you were playing though. Yeah. Too, right? So I was always passively investing and that's the part that I love. And, and you know, getting my real estate license and starting to sell it was great and it, it but I never really took my real my investment hat off even though we were mm-hmm. buying, you know, yeah. primary residences. I was always thinking of it from an investment standpoint for clients and stuff. So um I think where I found my passion was, you know, running through spreadsheets and, and, you know, trying to, trying to fix, make solutions and, and highest and best use and going, you know, so I'm always just the investment side is where I, um, why I got into the game as a career and then I got away from it. And so now I'm getting back into it and the development world has been so much fun. So now we just got to get a couple more, start scaling, and, yes. you know, someday I might be neighbors with you guys. We'll see. <laughs> That'd be pretty nice. <laughs> yeah, no, it's awesome. I love it. I really do. So it's it took me a while to get to that point, but uh, I'm starting to figure out uh, what calls I like to take and which ones I do not like to take. Hey, that's a good choice, though. It's fun. Figure it out, yeah. get settled in, and get rolling. That's right. But uh, 
We would actually, yeah, we would love to have you down here more often. You know, maybe <laughs> well, you can dude. make make a trip like <laughs> once a year hey, or something here. I found out real quick when I uh, when I pulled up to Palm Beach and opened the Zillow app. I'm like, oh, it man. might be a few more years before I, I could buy anything down here. So for now, I'm just a weekend warrior every once in a while. But uh, maybe someday, dude. I gotta, I got you know, hashtag goals, man. Someday I'll I'll buy a little waterfront property you'll that, that'll yes, be you my will. new that'll be my new carrot yes we'll speak that into existence yeah but let's get into the reason why you were actually here okay let's okay? do besides it besides vacation on the beach drinking beer besides <laughs> the meat, that the meat and potatoes meat and potatoes <laughs> you were a dad of two little ones yeah right mav and romy right yep how old are they mav man is three and some change mm-hmm. and romy just turned one um and she is coming up on, um, she's one January 7th, and then she is um, just started to take off on me, starting to walk and everything. Mm-hmm. So, ma- so yeah, so it's funny. Like, I'm like, one year's old, that happened so fast. She's not a baby anymore, dude. She's a wild, wild, wild beast. And um, so, yeah, we're getting to the point where we're, we do nothing but herd cats all day with those two animals. <laughs> Did she walk a lot faster? than Mav because maybe she saw him. Is that a thing? Because Palmer probably, she was over a year and I was like, is she supposed to be you know, walking around yet? But it was a blessing because we didn't yeah. have to like yeah. chase her around. She is a brave little girl. So she has been pushing it. And she, I'll tell you, she, unfortunately for, for Mav and for her, she had to grow up on wooden floors. And so <laughs> when they crash and burn, it's a lot tougher. But we haven't really had to put the, Mav had this big, huge bald dome dude poor guy had was top heavy so he was we had to get him a helmet he was like he, uh, that little foam thing he was he was a, a danger to himself uh because he was just would fall over and, and bonk every time but she no, she's been actually really good and she's taken off but um yeah she's definitely on the move as you know in the past few weeks so everything's got a gate now and everything's padded so anyway we're we're child uh, locks Ooh. yeah <laughs> dude all of it so our house is a is a crazy place at the moment so speaking of brave little one right Romy had an interesting story yeah like for everyone that doesn't know she was premature right yep 24 weeks yep 24 weeks you want to talk a little about a little bit about that yeah so that's kind of what I was alluding to um she, she was born January 7th uh she was born but she was she was a micro preemie. So she was born at 24 and a half weeks. Um, she came out at one pound, 15 ounces and got down to about a pound and a half wow. within the first couple days. Um, and yeah, it was rough. I think it was, it was a very challenging point. Uh, we spent 117 days wow. in the NICU. Mm. She came out, um, full sepsis, fully infected. Um, and it was, you know, I don't, I don't think her outlook was too great, uh, yeah. in the first few days, week, uh, whatever. And she, um, but she just is a butt kicker, man. So yeah, she got out of the blocks a little slow. We, um, we had to, um, test our patients in, in the early part of her life. And we spent hours upon hours, um, in the NICU, uh, holding her and, and trying to get her to a good place. And, and I'll tell you one, you know, it was like, I don't know what to compare it to, but it's just one day at a time yeah. when you have a hurdle hit one day at a time, you know, just 
well, guess what? The, the, the infection test comes back tomorrow. Hopefully it's clear. It's clear next day, you know, her heart rates better. Her mm -hmm. lungs are growing, her x-rays are better and you just start stacking chips, man. And so it was a, a long process. Um, but we are blessed beyond belief to be able to tell the story we're telling now. And, um, I think what I've been told is 24 weeks is the cutoff and she was 24 weeks and three days. Wow. So she, wow. yeah, she wow. was, she's, she's, um, she's a rock star. We are, uh, she's a little bit of a miracle baby, that one. Uh, but anyway, so she, we spent 117 days in the NICU. We ended up taking her home on May 4th. How much did she weigh when you left? That's a really good question. I'm trying to remember. I think she was over four pounds okay. when we took her home. Um, but she just started putting on weight really great. I mean, so one of the, the major things they test for in there besides organs and stuff is weight. And mm -hmm. so her weight just started going up and we were just – you know, she, she, every, every time she had a challenge or something, she just, you know, she like steps I said, up. Oh, oh dude, she's, she's, that's why she's, she's got a little bit of attitude that she does <laughs> because she, she sat, she sat in that isolate for four months and didn't get to move. So now that she can move, she is like, Hey, you're not going to keep me chained down. <laughs> right. I'm out of here. Um, but we took her on May 4th. Um, so technically, uh, you know, that's closer to when her due date was. So her mannerisms and everything are more toward that May 4th date where her birthday is January 7th. So that's kind of what I was getting at earlier, but yeah, man, we, we have, we have unfortunately get to, got to see, you know, what the hard times, you know, how, how that all works. And we also got to see what miracles those NICUs are and mm -hmm. what, what miracle, honestly, a childbirth is. And I mean, you know, when there's 120 or so beds in a hospital for NICU babies and a hundred percent of them were full when we wow. were in there, it was like, wow, wow we are not eye opening. The, yeah, it is. It was so crazy. I mean, we sat there for hours and saw babies coming in and out and kind of got to know everybody. And you just saw, you saw so much, uh, you know, it was a hard to see the, on the front end, but then you saw so much hope and joy and excitement and, um, I'm sure just, it was like a community too. Yeah, you probably met totally. a lot of families. You, doctors were probably like your best friends. For yeah, totally right. The time it, that you were in there. Yeah, and it's a scary time, and it, you know, you just you you feel like there you have no control. You you know, you're staring at this little one and a half pound baby, and there's nothing you can do. And this it's just it you know it hurts it hurts to just not you know to just be able to you know put it. It's hard to put it in cruise control and just let let them take over and um it was a really special place and you know we we are so thankful and and those those angels and those NICUs are um they're just the best so anyway she she now is absolutely crushing it she's Good. you know 20 or so pounds 22 I think something so she's um she's doing great and you know I love it, it's 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 a much more fun story to tell obviously but it's also something that you know, we had a bunch of fertility issues, uh, leading up to this. We've had <clears throat> miscarriages and lost babies and, um, you know, getting to this place. So both of my kids are IVF babies as well. Um, so that process can be, it's, it has its own set of challenges. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And I think, I think, you know, I think what I've learned is that, um, being able to talk about it, being able to, um, express some of this stuff and, and kind of peel back, 
peel back a couple layers of the onion and and get it out there you realize there's a lot of people that are having the same struggles there's a lot of people yeah. that have felt that heart, heartache there's a lot of people that are going through their own challenges and it gives you you know obviously a sense of community and and, and people you know having other ha- having other people to you know a shoulder or right whatever on for sure yeah exactly but also you know ha- you know just being able to being able to reach out to people, mm. let them know that they're not alone. Um, and so it, it's, you know, I, I do enjoy talking about it and I, and I, you know, I think it's, it's a very big issue that us guys, you know, in particular, we don't talk about too no, much. No, and and, I, and yeah. I think one thing we, another thing that we need to understand is a pregnancy and what these women do is an absolute miracle. Mm. I mean, going through a pregnancy and, and having a baby and everything, and having everything come out, healthy and perfect and everything mama and baby be great is a miracle in itself and we look at it and go you know kind of take it for granted sometimes so anyway gives you a little bit different perspective when uh when you've had to had to see it a little bit different way so no i do we appreciate you talking about yeah. this man i'm sure there's a lot of people out there going through it yeah i don't know how they're going to make it to the next day so hopefully this lifts their spirits a little bit and you know yeah, and it's the first time we've talked about that on here too you know i i didn't know anything about ivf until like my wife and i were going to try to have a kid and then her cousin went through the same thing and um then i had a friend who lost triplets while doing ivf and it was really eye-opening because then I realized another one of my friends was also doing IVF and I didn't know it was as common as it was. And then it turned out a lot of people I knew were doing that because yep. it was hard for them to have a kid. It, 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 it was hard, but just to your point, also, we don't talk about it. Yeah. Guys talk about the game that was on or March Madness or the Masters or whatever. And, you know, these women that are going through um, all the hormone treatments and all the shots and or the fertility, whatever it is, there's so much stress and anxiety that comes with it. Um, and you spend, we, you know, part, basically your job is to be the support, support and be the safety net and be like just there. I mean, I get, I had to give my wife dozens and dozens of shots. It's like, it's a weird place to be in, um, you know, when you have that vulnerability and, uh, again, you have no control of the situation, mm-hmm. but I think a lot of guys, um, you know, we just don't, we just bury it, <laughs> yeah. you know, we don't talk about it. So anyway, there is a role for us to play. And, um, yeah, well, what, what was the, what was the biggest thing that you were doing with your wife? Like just to calm her down, were you watching shows? Did you guys have a special time? You, Cause I'm sure there's a lot of pressure and anxiety, like you said, yeah. a lot of stress, did the fertility doctor say, Hey, like maybe you should do this or I think I truly think I, I, we've been through rounds of fertility. We've been IUIs and we did all this stuff and we did the IVF IVF, you know, on the surface seems like it's a medical procedure that should be in and out pretty easy, whatever. It is a very, very stressful, painful, um, um, emotional roller coaster. And I just, you know, I, I don't think we'll ever be able to fully comprehend what these women go through to get to that place, mm-hmm. <clears throat> to get their bodies to do what they're asking it to do It's you know, whether it's fertility or whatever. So I think all we can do is be as supportive as possible and just, you know, be the best team player you can. Um, and you know, 
give and give and give and give. And it's hard, you know, it gets hard at times because you, you know, you are so, you have so little control yeah. of anything. Um, but that's what we have to do because we can't really ever understand the mindset and what they're going through and what their bodies are going through. So just support and encouragement and a shoulder and whatever else. But, um, you know, spoil them a little, I guess. Cause yeah, you got to do hard. that. It's hard. You got to do hard. that. I'm sure you guys, you and Carly probably both feel like you can do anything at this point. You guys <laughs> have been through a lot of adversity. I mean, you've been through adversity yourself in the league and your career and, uh, overcoming that, that nasty leg injury that you actually had to deal <laughs> with too. I mean, you're a man that has gone through some of the trials in life. So I couldn't think of a stronger, tougher person. So we do appreciate you diving into your personal yeah. life a bit there. Um, but we can, we can talk about you being a father, you know, not yeah. less sad topic, but, uh, did you always yeah. know you wanted to be a father? Was it one thing that you're like, you know what? I was born to do this. Dude, like, I'm going to do it to best of my ability. A hundred percent. And I am, I am so pumped. You know, we, we, like, we already talked about the challenges, but when we did have my little man, when we did have Mav, uh, you know, th I felt like. I felt like it was, it was probably the, one of the greatest moments of my life, you know, in those early years. But again, then you become the guy who's doing the, you know, do, trying to help fill the bottles and do all the little stuff. Yeah. Well, they're really just blobs. Yeah. They're really just it's little like Martians. Pet rock, we like to say, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're just Martians and pet rocks. And, but man, I'll tell you, um, you know, going through COVID and then going through part of my daughter's, um, issue was she came home fully on oxygen and her immune system wasn't built up to where it needed to be. So we were really quarantined oh, yeah. at that point. We really were, you know, we didn't leave the house at times. Mav couldn't go to the playgrounds. Man. He couldn't go to school. So, but those, that, that COVID year and then going through that, um, me and my little man are spent some hours <laughs> together. That dude's three. He can already ride his bike with no pedals or with no uh, uh, training wheels. He's 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 just a maniac. He's on his scooter. He's a daredevil. <laughs> uh, but you know, he's my boy, dude. And yeah. like like I want to teach him new things. I want to um, you know encourage him. I want to I want to like instill those life lessons. And yeah, it's something that um, you know back to a little bit of the real estate stuff, my work goals now and my, um, you know, the financial piece and all that are setting in place so that I have, you know, something set up so that moving forward, all my time can be spent with this yeah. little man and, and this little girl. I want to coach every sport. <laughs> <laughs> I have a dad who, who coached me up until I think like sixth grade and everything. It was soccer. It was basketball. He didn't know my old man didn't know it thing about soccer he didn't know any didn't know about tennis but he was out there coaching us oh, just awesome. hanging out so i want to be that guy um for my kids and yeah it just comes natural i mav is at the point now he's three and like i said three and a half almost he is a challenge of a little twerp right now he has gotten <laughs> he has gotten sassy he's gotten mouthy he's got you know he's at the independent stage and you know the the moments that we go through where we're so frustrated with him you want to like pick him <laughs> it's like every moment that you you know it we just i see this kid soaking everything up using it as a learning opportunity um but yeah it's it, being a dad has kind of been um been a huge blessing for me i i don't think i could have ever 
realized how fulfilling it would be. And, and I just love every second of it. Yeah. Cause we talked about this quite a bit about being an athlete, right? And then you're so occupied with your schedule, right? Yeah. It's do this, do that, strength training, nutrition, get your sleep, do that. And there's something inside of you where once you have a kid, or it could be business, it could be anything, like you're so mm -hmm. focused on that, other priorities take over. Like, Absolutely. I, I love like when Palmer wakes up and you get her out of the crib and you give her the bottle and just little little things that seem very tedious for the outside people out there, especially like dads, like how can that be fun? Like it's gonna ruin like my coffee time or a sports center. Like oh it's man. It's so fulfilling. It really is. It's so funny you say that. I have a group of really, really close buddies that are all a couple years younger and they're just now starting to have kids and go through that. And I'm just like, oh boys, you just wait. You know, right now it's the pretty loose and, you know, golfing and yeah. hanging and going out and drinking beers and, and <laughs> hanging out at the, at the brewery or whatever. Um, and I'm just like, sorry, boys, man. Sorry, boys. I got yeah. this. Hey, five, you know, whatever, five, six to eight, that's bath time. It's just a hard time, fellas. I got to get home for bath time. You know, <laughs> you guys don't get it, man. But I, me and my little man are, I, I give him a bath almost every night and, uh, I love it, dude. I mean, he's just, it is, it's like you, you, and, and you, what you realize quickly too, is like just getting out to the park or just getting on the bike. All of it is, you know, it's not just, Oh, a 30 minute stretch or whatever. Those are all accomplishments. It's a big, it's, it's, it's a big deal, deal to get both kids in the car to the park, hang out, get that energy out. And you're like, that's my day. What'd you do today? The kids went to the park for 30 minutes. It's a big day. Dude. Isn't it's a it big crazy? Changed a diaper. <laughs> yeah, I know. Dude. I mean, it was awesome. Big day. What'd you yeah. do? did absolutely nothing just played with the kiddos all day so it's uh it's fun man we we have a pretty good time i think it's funny to talk about like the task where you're like ugh, and then you go like you know my wife will be like hey can you get billy this morning you know you didn't get her yesterday i did like, uh, like, you know, I was trying to get ready and then I go in there and she's standing up arms ready and you're like, okay, well this was worth it. Yeah. So, 100%. It's just so funny. Like the little tasks that seem like a little work aren't work at all. It's actually really fun. But I'm looking forward to those other moments too. You're talking about like coaching your kid. Yeah. Yeah. Like those oh, yeah. are the moments like I can't wait for either. Like unbelievable. Like I think in my head though, like how you were as a player and yeah. like you were always prepared so detailed and I'm like, what is Mark going to be like as a coach? Is he going to be that guy that's literally <laughs> drawing up plays like in Little League football? Like, we need to execute. How do you, like, how are you going to be? You're just like, ah, just go out there. Have I do. I, I do think I'm going to... I haven't even got to that point, but I already know I'm going to have to dial it back because uh, I'm sure I'll be yelling at officials. And, Dude, they're four. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, I you're just, right. You're right. <laughs> no. But uh, I don't know, man. I'm just, yeah, I'm excited. I look forward to all of it. I just, I love the little things like you're saying. I mean, when you, when you, you know, try to teach or you try to instill something and then they fail at it and you're like, okay, keep trying, whatever. And then when they do it right for the, and you're like, Oh my goodness, man, yeah. you did it. like, you know, and me and my, me, I don't know, just all the little facial expressions, getting excited, you know, getting, coming across the room and giving you a hug. Like those are the moments, man. What else is life for dude? That I mean, it's, true. it's like, it's like, you can't, you can't, um, there's no, there's no replacement for that. Right. I mean, this little thing 
thinks you're the man, dude. <laughs> my kids think I'm the man. And if I'm having a bad day and I don't think I'm the man, it doesn't matter to them, dude. They, you walk through the door and I'm the man now. Yeah, <laughs> so absolutely. You're a superhero. So anyway, I just, um, I just, yeah, I enjoy all that stuff. And we've, you know, I think parents <clears throat> had, to, you know, 2020 and then what we went through in 2021, but had some real challenges oh, yeah. uh, during COVID. And I mean, I think, I think it was, un, you know, unprecedented. We've had, n we'd never had to go through that stuff before. And we were at an age where Mav was taken off and we needed to get him out of the house. We mm -hmm. needed to get him his energy out and all that stuff. And guess what? There was nowhere to go, nothing to do. So we had to get creative. But um, I think having those first couple years the way we did and kind of being forced uh, to spend so much time together and, and try and get creative. Like, I don't know about how things were down here, but in Nashville for a little bit, you know, pl playgrounds were closed yeah. and, 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 um, whatever yellow tape off or whatever. You couldn't do that. So anyway, just being forced to be creative and get outside. It was like, now I look back and go, those were some of the best freaking times ever. I have his first pair of shoes that he wore out that he burned a hole in because he, he's got this little Strider bike. And I, I was, Carly was going to throw him out. I'm like, oh, no, those are getting framed. <laughs> those I are going like hours, yeah. We Use. spent hours burning those shoes out <laughs> on that Strider bike. No, I'm framing those bad boys. That's at, least, that's at least going in the office because I, I, uh, I, that's a lot of investment there. So anyway, uh, it brings nothing but joy. And uh, I, hope, I hope that I can just be a good dad and, you know, just – keep them on the right path. And, um, whenever the challenges come with frustration and whatever, I'm, you know, I've been working on my own patience <laughs> myself, but anyway, one day at a time. What was the biggest, I, I, okay. I'll refresh. Okay. What in COVID? Yeah. What was the most challenging day? Like, did you have a, a moment in COVID where you're just like, I need help and I don't know how or who can help me right now. Or like, did you have a game where you're like, okay, this works every time and this is the game that we go to? Yeah, I mean, I think we, I think you you have little tricks. My kid, Mav, loves magnetiles. I don't know if you've heard of those oh, yet. Of course, You'll, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so we're big magnetile guys. Um, so we do a ton of that. But honestly, I that was the time when I just, I knew, again, talking about roles, that was my role. My role yeah. was, you know, he was on a, the schedule he was on. We had two sections of time, right? One nap schedule. You got the morning section and you got the afternoon section. And I knew that my role was to figure out a way to get <laughs> to be that creative kid's, to get get that kid's energy out. hundred percent. So out. I think we spent, we, I went to every single park in Nashville and, and we know them. we have our own little nicknames for them. There's bell park and get your own ranking system. Yeah. Oh, and I know which ones he likes and whatever, but I, we went, we just rode bikes and hung out and, um, yeah, I think that was always my go-to. Like wife, the bike and the Strider bike. I yeah. Can't wait for that. Carly, Carly, has so much more imagination than me. She is so good with like having them around the kitchen table and pretty soon there's crayons out and there's Play-Doh out and there's, you know, she could make up a story and they're doing all this stuff. Me, I'm just like, I'm like, nah, I got nothing for that. I'm like, I get on your bike, dude, get on your scooter. I, we, you know, we just, I'm all the, I'm pure, purely activity guy. So, uh, his scooter, he's also pretty good at one of my good friends worked for bird. 
Got him a little bird scooter. <laughs> so he's in the bird gang. No. Uh, right. Oh, yeah. Motorized I'll, scooter? No, it's not motorized. Oh, my but, God. But, but, it, but it is. No. <laughs> no bird, it's ripping all those alleys in Jupiter yeah. like well, that. Well, pretty like, soon he's got a Jeep now that he rips around on. But uh, his little Jeep. But um, but the little scooter is just uh, it's like a it's like a heavy duty, not a kid scooter though. It's a pretty it's a pretty gnarly little thing, and he just, dude, he just absolutely dive bombs hills. And I mean, dude, this kid is he keeps us he keeps us on the edge of our seat. Let's just put it that way. The kid is we're just I'm counting down the days to the first broken bone. Like he just he it's coming. He he pushes the limits at all oh, man. at every turn. But yeah, I think I think getting him outside. And getting him burn off that energy is it was my pure objective and my role during the COVID stuff. Love it. Yeah, yeah I love you're it. You're talking about the kids riding around here. You know, yeah. I remember it was a big deal to get out on my bike at like seven, eight years old. The kids here are riding around on hoverboards, like hauling <laughs> oh, ass through the neighborhood too. Dude. And they rip oh, my all gosh. day long. Yeah. I don't get it. Well, I was a bike. I, I grew up in a small town in north central Montana called Haver. But like it was the type of town where... You had you, snowmobiles. Well, like yeah. little snow <laughs> the winters, winters were were will will test you. I'll tell you that much. Forty below is not much, but um, we, we I was in the type of town where we just got on our bikes and we didn't come home till the sun came down. I mean, we just we wouldn't miss dinner, but we you know there was no you know there was no safety issues or anything like that. We were just out riding mm-hmm. around our parents, you know, whatever, and you know. There's some aspect of that that I'm kind of going to be looking for from Mav when he's at that age. But, dude, for me, that Strider bike, this kid, I don't know if you've seen these balance bikes. Have you seen the Striders? Mm, yeah. Oh, they're the best. He went straight from doing that into no pedals or no uh, no training wheels, like, in two That's days. Awesome. It was pretty awesome. So now he's no training wheels. He's riding around. He's full pedal bike. And... Dude, I can't even keep up with this kid. It's impossible. Do you ever have those moments in your head, though, when your kid accomplishes something? Because we talked about this. Like, oh, my gosh, he might be a cyclist. Like Lance Armstrong <laughs> yeah. Jr.? Yeah. <laughs> he is an athlete. I, I mean, I did off. run a 4-4 at <laughs> the combine. Like, <laughs> I do have those moments. I've recently been having – he has this Jeep, and this kid just rips, dude. And he's three. And I – Sometimes I I look at him and I'm like, dude, you're 12-year-old. You're doing crazy stuff. But he's three years old, so when people go – you know, like, oh my God, what is going on? And I'm like, oh yeah, he is only three, dude. He's tiny. <laughs> but with, I see that we have the sim racing setup over here. He has this Jeep. And so in my head, I'm like, oh dude, he's going to be an F1 driver for sure, yes. bro. He's just ripping around the turn. Meanwhile, it's like going two miles an hour. <laughs> I'm already setting up. I'm looking for the, the racing schools nearby. I've called all the go-karts. They're like, he has to be five to get in a go-kart. I'm like, no, man, he's three. He can get no, he's advanced. advanced. Yeah, he's <laughs> this kid's a prodigy. He's born yeah. to drive. You should see this kid drive his battery-operated Jeep, dude. He's, you know, whatever. So, of course, dude, he's he's already got won a couple trophies in his dad's mind. But anyway, yeah, I mean, I... I think when it comes to that kind of stuff, I, yes, I do think he's going to be a something, but I've often thought, you know, I don't want to push anything on him. He hasn't, he doesn't like any, any balls yet. He doesn't, he doesn't like soccer. He has no attention span for soccer right now. We've tried that, but he's not like throwing stuff at all. And, you know, of course I'm like, Hey bro, here's a football dude. You want to just throw it? And he's like, nah, I'm, you know, 
no, throw it now. Yeah. <laughs> we need to get you throwing Come the ball. On. <laughs> I'm like, did you see our buddy's kid? He just hit that ball over the fence. Don't you want to do that? <laughs> I'm not comparing or anything, but come on, dude. Hit the ball. Hit the ball. Catch it. <laughs> so we haven't even got there yet, but um, yeah, he's... Uh, it's fun. I think I think he'll, we're on our, we're on the verge. We'll see what happens. Yeah, la- last yeah. night for me, Billy grabbed a golf club. She's got like this toy yes. golf club, but then she it was like field hockey in the house. I don't even know where she saw this, but she was like running around the house and trying to score it into things. Nice. And then she would celebrate, and I was like, "Who taught you this?" I mean, I don't even know anything about field hockey, <laughs> so now do I have to start reading about field hockey so I can coach her? You got to be the expert, man. You really do. Like I don't. I don't, I don't know it. <laughs> I don't know if it's the Masters hangover or what, but I'm like dead set. We got to get Mav into golf, dude. Both <laughs> Mav and Romy, like, and maybe it's because I just took some huge divots out of a course down the street, dude. I mean, like, I t- they're not going to invite me back ever. I'm like, oops. Certainly, I, Mav will be better than his dad at golf. I mean, that's but that's a sport. That you well, can as soon grow as he picks up clubs, he's going to get better than right. his dad at golf because that doesn't take he's much. He's a better but. athlete, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, literally, just picking up clubs and walking to the course, you probably beat me these days, dude. I just, oh man. But I'm thinking in my head, like, man, if this kid got good at. I just want him to be good at golf so that he doesn't have to be an adult and you know have the absolute beat down that his dad experienced on the golf yeah. course <laughs> get good at golf so you don't have to experience what your dad just went through on the golf course but anyway that's probably the one i'm going to push on him be a good golfer bro that's a good one though the whole family can get out and do that you know sports where you can kind of hang out together are yeah. probably better to do with your kid rather than like the dad that sits there like on the bucket for baseball like just yelling at their kid just yes. harping away that's a good point i'll tell you one other thing i did i i got so sick so my little man is not making any improvements in swimming and i'm like watching and we've paid i mean dude we've been to these special one-on-one classes and then we got him in the y trying to do it and i'm like the kid they sit on the stair for 30 minutes for 25 <laughs> minutes and then want jump in one time oh lessons over. he's making no improvements so <laughs> You're not, do- you're done, bro. And I'm, him out. Dad's <laughs> taking over. And so we've been in the pool like three or four times a week getting after it. And so I, I found myself already being that dad that was like, you know, yelling at officials or, you know, over, <laughs> over coaching coaches, like sitting there like, Hey, what do you got him doing over there? You know, like to, to the swim instructor. And I'm like, finally, I'm just like, that's it. Dad knows best. I'm going to figure this kid out. <laughs> We're going to learn how to swim. Breaking down. It was kind of like. All right, he'll figure it out as he's at the bottom of the pool. Hey, you got you got tough love, man. Sink or swim, baby. He he's loving it, but dad's dad's a hard coach on him. But he's gonna learn how to swim before the summer. Mark my words. Does he enjoy it, or he's like, Dad, I'm not going back. Loves it. He loves it. Loves he sits it. on the stairs and. No, he did those swim lessons. I don't know. I don't want to be too negative because they're they have a job to do. And but I'm like, <laughs> certainly the kid is not afraid of water. He wants to jump nonstop. You just sat on the stairs anyway. Sorry, I'll get off my soapbox about the swim instructors. Okay. But all right, no worries. Long story <laughs> short is now I'm the swim coach already. All right. <laughs> you work at the Y now? Hey, I'll do whatever it takes, man. <laughs> I, I told you, bro. That's the only – I'm coaching. I'm coaching until I can't. Well, we'll transition right here okay. to another, another question I wanted to ask you because I heard a little birdie told oh, me no. this info. Is this true that – you got snip snip. Oh my god! Ooh, on air. We on haven't air. even talked about these things, dude. I'm only on my seventh day. I, I. Oh my god! I. It was funny. I had my console. Yes, I had a. I got the, the old snip snip. I've 
the old, uh, the old, the old vasectomy. Um, but I got my consultation in like, I don't know, December or something, November. And I'm like, Oh yeah, that sounds good or whatever. We had the whole talk and, and the doctor, everything was cool, whatever. But I just kind of put it off. Didn't really <laughs> schedule, like was looking, I, you know, I just was like, uh, not really at the top of the priority list, whatever. Pretty soon I get a phone call from my, wife, Hey, I just scheduled your vas- vasectomy uh. for April 6th. I was like, what? <laughs> really? <laughs> yep. You're going. I'm like, Oh geez. All right. Sweet. So anyway, I walk in there. Anyway, it was very easy, but all I could think of is I got this golf trip. I got this golf trip next week. So ice those bad boys up, dude. Got it. Got in and out of there. And what was uh, it like going in though? Oh, okay. dude. Was it I like can't... going to the dentist and you're like, oh, this is going to suck. Maybe they'll numb something. I won't feel anything. <laughs> or was it like, yeah. Hey, numb it up. Numb. Bro, I'm telling you, it was the craziest thing. It was nitrous oxide, just laughing gas, right? So you're awake the whole time. And the doc is literally just cracking jokes and talking to you the he entire is. time. Of course he is. And oh I'm sitting there God. like, <laughs> sitting there. well, first of all, the laughing wait, gas. Wait, 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 you're, so you're yeah, on the table like yes, bro. And you're awake? Yes, you're totally, you are totally awake. You are totally coherent. You're, you can't no feel anything. Oh. But he's just, it's, it's his job to put you in a funny place. But he's just ta- telling jokes and, uh, man, it was a crazy experience. And literally... The second he was done, oh, yep, done, whatever, snip, okay, see you later. I'm thinking, I'm going to the waiting room. I'm going, you know, I got to wait till this one. Nope, exit's right there. See you later. I, I stand up and walk straight out the door. What? Done. <laughs> totally no. done. They give you nothing. <laughs> They're just like ice every 20 minutes. I was. It was the craziest thing, but... They didn't have to like put a cone on your head like a dog, and like. Well, I, was, I was thinking to myself. Like, I literally was just on Mars because of the laughing gas. I this, that stuff was. Did Carl awesome. have to drive you home? No, I drove myself Stop. home. I don't know I if you're insane. supposed to do that. They but. literally okay on the on the like dis on the like intro or whatever yeah, paperwork. It paper. says you do not need a driver after this. It's in caps. So I'm. I just was blown away by it. Anyway. Got those bad boys iced up. Was able to come down to Florida and play some golf with the boys. I made sure I, I, I got out of there a little early. You're supposed to give it seven days. I think I was like, we'll call it six. Six good days for good measure. But so far, so good. So I'm pretty far, impressed. <laughs> well, it probably made me slow my swing down a little bit, which is good. So <laughs> I've been told I have to do this. So, hey, you know, I've been pretty fearful of it. It is the easiest thing ever. And, you know. I don't know how, I don't know what birdie he's been talking to, <laughs> but since we're on the subject, yes. I mean, listen, it was, it was very painless, very painless. I mean, it's a thing that we're all going to have to go through at some point. I'm sure people are like in the process of getting those appointments lined I know, up. Dude, I, I got the consultation and I kind of just thought, yeah, maybe I'll just give it a year or something. And so pretty soon it was on the schedule, man. Sometimes you just gotta, I'm actually shocked you went through with it. Cause I heard of other stories where people actually like <laughs> pretend like they went. Oh, Oh, no. oh gosh <laughs> oh man well at least it was during master's week so and I got then nine months later dude uh, <laughs> oh i hey, swear after, you yeah. gotta call them <laughs> <laughs> oh god that's not good no she i it was i wouldn't say it was forced but it was uh it was a stern talking to that i was <laughs> It was happening. So if you have to do it, make sure it falls on Masters Week. Yeah. Hey, they say March Madness and Masters Weekend are the two biggest. They're no. giving, they give. Oh, they give out. They like, probably have discounts and yeah, everything. Yeah, because you got to go kick your feet up 
and ice your balls. Ice those huevos. Did and you, that's all you do. <laughs> did you fill up the tub like we used to do in, in the locker room like when you, after a long day at the <laughs> field? Like, did you fill up no, that would have been a really good idea. I should have done that because the other way is just like, there's a lot. I mean, dude, why are we talking about my nuts right now? <laughs> There was a lot of, there's a lot of, we stuff. talk about a lot there's of stuff lot on the of, show, you know, but there's a lot of stuff that I was like, you know, I'm sitting there trying to get these things to chill out and you know, you got kids running around, oh, picking man. up your daughter, making sure she doesn't give you the old, you know, Oh, heel. you didn't even get a pass. You didn't even get a pass of not picking. Yeah. I can't do it again. No, no weightlifting. <laughs> I got a few hours. Let's put it that way. Hours. I got a few hours, baby. I, 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 yeah, no, I, <laughs> I, but it was it was all in all easy easy peasy and you get to play golf in six days. So I love it. It That's worked out. Uh, another topic that we love to talk about on the show is being potty trained. If your kids are potty trained or not. Yes. Yeah, we've hurdled. <clears throat> so Mav, Mav, um, yeah, my wife is so on it with that stuff. You know, she's she's the schedule maker and she's the um, she's just a beast. And I, she's we did the whole. I think it's a process. You guys will you guys will start hearing about it, but it's like the forty eight hour thing. Maybe it's three days, but where you just basically lock yourselves in the house, and they can run around naked or they can run around whatever. And every you every you know whatever thirty minutes, do you have to go? Do you have to go? So they start getting it, and they say after two or I think it's two days or three days anyway, uh, they come out and they know what they're doing. And so this guy did pretty good. I think our I think our um, our um, little bait that we gave him was Skittles, if I remember correctly. So anytime he went, it, it was it Skittles or uh, anyway, some little candy every time he went. But um, yeah, it only took a couple of days. But the craziest thing, and he's thank goodness he's out of this now. But he really did pretty well with it. And but he then started waking up in the middle of the night. He wouldn't go in his pull up now. Oh. So then he was still in his crib. So every time in the middle of the night that he had to go to the bathroom, he was yelling because he's potty trained. So we were, we kind of, we talked to the pediatrician. We're like, like he's potty trained, he, but he wakes us up every single night and I'm the one that marches <laughs> in there. Hey bro, I gotta go potty. Okay. Well, finally we were like, what are we going to do? And we finally said, buddy, you can pee in your pull up <laughs> at night. And so we kind of let him go backwards a little bit yeah. because he wasn't sleeping. So anyway, that was our potty training deal. And it was pretty painless. I think when the, when they take that first, like when they sit on the, that toilet and are just like red face and like, Oh yeah. <laughs> pinching one off. It is the funny. I think I have some pictures of Matt oh, that I'm going to use against him as blackmail one day, but he's just, it is hilarious. It's really cute. It's a fun time as well. So being a dad, that, that part, um, is fun. And dude, when they're, once they're potty trained, no more diapers. Hell yeah. That's the best, dude. I would recommend it's kinda like pulling the band-aid off, but the sooner the better for us. It's um it was it was a nice little transition out for him. I did hear a story though. This is crazy. This guy, I think I wanna say we were like at two years. I think we were talking about trying to figure out when that was, two and a half maybe, but I have a buddy that told me a story that his some miraculous thing or whatever, there's some crazy number, like his son was potty trained in like you know, after a year or something, right? Mm -hmm. Something, something that was pretty, you know, unbelievable. And we were like, no, he wasn't or whatever. We kind of naysay him. He's like, trust me, there's more to it. He was potty trained for over a year. He was potty trained and never made any mistake. Then 
kid number two came and saw the uh, and the, the the older kid saw the baby that had, had diapers on oh. and regressed completely. Oh wow! And then they couldn't. So then completely regressed. Forgot how to be potty trained, and then they couldn't get him potty trained until he was after five years old. Holy cow. Really? Yes. Insane. He was potty trained for over a year and a half. That would suck. And then he regressed when the new baby wow. came. I've never heard any. I, he. It's not my story. That's just a secondhand story. <laughs> no, but it's crazy. pretty crazy. Our so. daughter was going, she would poop on the toilet after like a year old. Okay, my nice. My father-in-law would help like with watching her, and he would just put her on the toilet. And my wife was like, what are you doing? And then she did it and she would like make like a grunt noise or something. And then Billy would just poop on the toilet. And now whenever she has to go, she'll go caca. And then, you know, it's time to put her on the toilet. Oh, sweet. Yeah. But she still pees. So gotcha. (laughs) That's amazing. But she doesn't really go. She's on there. I hear girls are probably more efficient than guys. I mean, she's pretty easy. We just put her on there. She goes and we're good to go. I thought you were about to have this whole story where you had to put Cheerios in the toilet and you had to do target practice and and make it fun. We have have some funny YouTube videos that if you, once you start like that sing songs like about, oh, I don't know. I don't even, I can't start singing these songs, but they're just like trying to help encourage yeah. taking the brown down oh <laughs> yes it yeah. is like yeah. it is so, there are the dumbest videos but we started playing those and i've you know talking about proud dad moments it's like when you start cheering for these big logs that come out you're like <laughs> that's when you're like you know yeah i'm a dad like i'm just the proud i'm a proud guy now because my kid can take a dump in the toilet <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm a dad pretty get the confetti <laughs> come yeah, on spray charlie get in here you see this that's a that's a man size poop <laughs> record that Mav just put in there great job bro it is amazing though what comes out <laughs> bro, of those kids i'm oh, like yeah. what did not, you eat yeah it's unbelievable so Dude. potty training man uh so the, so the other question I wanted to touch on this was, were there any gadgets or must have either toys mm, or yeah. strollers, new dads out there oh, that dude. are just looking for like a, a toy or something for like a baby shower that you couldn't live without or something that you would recommend hands down? Yeah. No matter the cost, you had to have it. I think, I think toys are hard because every kid's a little different. Like I said, Mav loves the magnetiles and some of his buddies have no desire to do them. He doesn't love... Legos as much. He doesn't love Lincoln Logs as much, but magnetiles all day. But the one thing, dude, the number one thing that I'll always, that is our was our savior, was the Duna, it's called. Oh, yeah. We have it. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Dude, so when Mav was six months old, we took that little twerp to Europe with the Duna. We took him to Europe, and um, then you can put it in any car, any time. Like, without that... I think our lives would have been so different. Like w- with that Duna, you're you can be on the move. You can mm-hmm. get so them in. So explain explain it to people that don't. Okay, know so it. the Duna is just it's a it's a stroller um, that breaks down into a very little car seat. Yeah, yeah like, very efficiency. Yeah. Uh, very efficient into a car seat. But the hard part is like when you have a kid, you can't just call an Uber. You, you know, yeah. oh, I want to go. You can't just whatever because they have to be in a car seat. Well, this thing. You put it, you know, it, you break it down and now it's a car seat and you put it in and you strap the seat belt around right. it and it turns any car into, a, you know, you can use it now with yeah. a kid and that thing saved our life, dude. I mean, we were, Carly and I, we love to travel. We love to be active. You know, we played in Chicago together, <clears throat> but lived up North. So we love to go in the city. Well, when you have a kid, you can't do that. You can't, you can't 
you have to have everything all in one place. That Duna <clears throat> is a lifesaver. Dude. I'm telling it's you. It's 100% my top okay. recommendation. I rec- and and that's the thing I would always recommend. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Seriously. really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It is unbelievable. And I'm we're sitting here as guys. My wife is a stroller fiend, dude. She will read every review. She's like... All the names and whatever, they're all but so they're all different to me. Though. Yeah, they they're all, all, different. Like, all, yeah. all the same. Like, no, they're not. Yeah, but I don't have any care in the world about any kind of stroller except that Duna. <laughs> so we're just all sitting over here comparing strollers now. And, but I'm telling you, that Duna is. Some of those stroller reviews, too, are pretty intense. Like, you would think they did like crash test ratings on them and everything. Yeah, Some of the stuff they're doing is nuts. Yeah. That thing was a lifesaver. I, I got a, I got, that's like a gold medal. I'm, I feel like I should just We will tag plug them, them for this. Yeah, we're going to tag Duna. I oh, hey, I, I mean, I'm, I'm upset that she's grown out of it now. I'm like, are you sure she can't fit anywhere? Like, no, she's outgrown it. And then you have to transition to the next car seat. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, we did that. They're all so different and complicated. And I'm mm-hmm. like, is this, you kind of, you rock it back and forth. Like, I think this is incorrectly. Seems like, good enough yeah. for the directions oh, that it is. Dude, like, every, everyone, but, Think about travel with the Duna. You're just like, oh, this is a stroller, and now it's a car seat. Cool. Now you're traveling, and you got these big, huge bags of car seats and yeah. everything. It's like all of a sudden you're just a pack mule when you're at the airport <laughs> when before it was just a Duna, man. Wasn't God, it crazy, dang. though? You looked at those poor guys that were carrying all the bags, and you're like, I'm that now. Yeah. I am that poor guy <laughs> at the airport. I'm the guy checking. That, I know items. why you're flying Southwest now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> bags fly free, yeah. and I got 30 of them. <laughs> Load yeah. them up, baby. I'm well aware. Yeah, I'm like, aren't we going for three days? And we got six check bags. This is unbelievable. But have you had that experience? That you know how, like, if you have a Jeep, you do a Jeep wave. Like, hey, what's up? Yeah, a baby Jeep. wave. Yeah, do no wave. A dad wave. Like at the airport, you just be like, hey, dude, you all been there? Like, hey, good luck. Where are you going? <laughs> and the funniest is when you're like, a dad uh, and you get to when you're when you're not with your family, you're not with your kids, and you see a dad struggling, or you see that guy, and you're like. I know, bro. Yeah, I've been there. I feel you. I feel you. I'm sorry. (laughs) If there's something I could do, I feel you, bro. I'm sorry about that. I'm going to go because I got no kids. (laughs) (laughs) I'm free, baby. I got to get out of here. But I feel you, dude. I I just, me, everything's in this backpack right here. But you, I feel you, man. I'm sorry. I got to go play golf with the boys. But you get so efficient, though, packing (laughs) alone. You're like, I could fit everything and just carry on. Well, and I don't even get to pack for myself. I mean, I it's crazy, right? I'll I'll just get like the little tiniest little sliver of a corner and I'm like, "Wait, what is this?" <laughs> that's <laughs> all that's left for me. And you just me? get like three pairs of underwear and two shorts and a hat and there you go, dude. I'm just like, and I actually like it. I'm like, "Whatever. I don't care." Anyway, packing is fun. It's like it, Tetris. <laughs> oh, yeah. And the best is yet to come. At least for yeah. me. Oh, dude. <laughs> Having two. You're, one, I'm like, this is insane. Hey, two, I'm like, jeez. You're going to just have the... Every, however many suitcases you have now, just double it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to get real good. You're, you are. You're a pack mule. That's all it is, dude. Uh, another thing we like to add on the show, one of our last questions that we to finish up on here. Are there any shows that you guys just absolutely wear out in the household? Are you Netflix, Disney Plus family? Any recommendations for dads out there, moms, maybe listening? Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Well, we try, we try to limit screen time, but you realize quickly, like, it's 
it can't be it's at inevitable. least for us it's not it's not going to be zero zero's impossible yeah. for us and and they need it sometimes little man he needs to chill out my my daughter she hasn't got into anything at all she doesn't stay distracted so we'll see what happens but when he was growing up i think coco melon was a big one for him oh, <laughs> when he was I'm younger sorry. but now yeah dude and <laughs> i i swear those songs get stuck in your head oh they're oh bad God, dude it they're is bad like, i'm like get Get out of my head. I can't. I cannot be singing this song right now. It is like, I still, to this day, I get these songs stuck in my head. But now, we are 100% Paw Patrol, bro. I mean, really? I, oh, dude, we are huge Paw Patrollers. And Mav, Mav is obsessed. He's a big Marshall guy. Big, big Dalmatian and Fireman. You, do you know Paw Patrol yet? I do know Paw Patrol, okay. but I do not know the individual characters that okay. you're referring to right now. You will get, you will get there. And, and all of a sudden, you're going to be attached to... Um, so Marshall, Marshall's his, his main man. And also we, we listen to a lot of, um, the soundtrack too. So we'll sing the songs. Really? It's, it's all Paw Patrol, dude. He'll, nice. he, he could walk into this garage and it would, there'd be like a Paw Patrol cup hidden under, under the car. And he'd be, Oh, <laughs> Paw Patrol. <laughs> he has a sixth sense for like, you know, like all of a sudden he's in a grocery store and like this, the, fruit snack have paw patrol on them he's and literally a thousand items and like uh paw patrol there it is <laughs> it. oh dude loves him some paw patrol dude that's so, awesome yeah it's that's good. the first though we haven't heard that yeah yet. paw patrol oh the nice first one on yeah. sweet that is great we're that's... groundbreaking <laughs> trendy which well we're just gonna just try to set set the trend here well, dude, we appreciate your time. I mean, you got your kidless. Let's get you out of here. Yeah, get I back know, on the dude. Golf course, I gotta get a- go to dinner or something with the boys. That's right, man. Well, thank you so much. It's so great catching up, and I'm, you know, love what you're doing. I'm stoked for your podcast, and um, I appreciate you having me, bro. Welcome anytime, oh, man. Thank anytime. you for being here. Yeah, thank you guys. Locker Room Dads is brought to you by Stormhouse Brewing. South Florida's best pint and bite is located in sunny North Palm Beach. Whether you're looking for a great craft beer, delicious food, or watching your favorite team, they're always brewing the perfect storm. And Coach First. Coach First is a fully integrated app that is designed for athletes and coaches alike. Whether you want to book your next training session or take your coaching to the next level, Coach First is the app for you. Find them on the App Store and sign up today.